0: All it took was a little girl and two of her friends who wanted to make a difference in Ukraine. Nine-year-old Natalie lives in Brampton, Ontario. With two of her friends, a classmate and a neighbor, they started making bracelets. Without their parents' knowledge, they started making these bracelets, some in yellow and blue, to try and raise money for the millions displaced by the Russian invasion. Out of great compassion, these children raised $200, selling the bracelets at $2 a piece. The parents at their local school made a match to total $500. Little Natalie didn't even know that the week before, her father, Carlos, sent this ministry $50 to make a kingdom difference among refugees. Servant leaders being born, given in the name of Jesus, sending bread with the bread of life. As a new week begins, the Russian army is stalled. Ukraine mounting counteroffensives, suffering frostbite, Russian troops out of food and fuel. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus, and we're beginning a new series this week called Great Expectations in Revelation. I have an announcement I honestly didn't think I'd be giving a few weeks back. Over the weekend, we passed $1,000,000, or $1,079,217 to be exact, to be sent to Mission Eurasia in supplying food in Jesus' name. Join me in praising God. Never in our ministry's 88 years of history have we ever seen such a response. So thank you, in the name of Jesus. But with so many millions of refugees, there's still more needed, and I'll tell you where to give in a minute. In these next few minutes, I want us to return to an interview we did back in 2009 with Karen Heimbach. She memorized the entire book of Revelation. That is a book we all need to hear and take to heart more than ever with what's been happening in Eastern Europe. The Apostle John writes in Revelation one, blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy. And Karen Heimbach was inspired with a great idea as she continued reading this verse.
1: You're especially blessed if what you hear or read, you heed, mm-hmm. you obey. Yes. That's the major blessing. And so I thought, you know, I could uh, I could be that voice that reads the scriptures to them and do it in, in a, such a way where it would be palatable to the listener mm-hmm. and they would just get it.
0: Karen Heimbach will be joining us in just a moment to share about her production, called the revelation you're going to hear some excerpts from it in just a moment then after the program i'd like to send you this two cd set of the revelation for your minimum gift to haven today just call us after the program you can get the revelation you can give to ukraine the number is 865 haven 865 haven or go online you can listen to excerpts from this most amazing project just visit us at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And remember, for Ukraine, $50 feeds a family of five for a week. And now let's open with, Oh God of Mercy, hear our plea.
2: Oh God, we've seen your faithful You brought us from the wilderness. But now. Is frail and weak. Oh, God of mercy, he us.
0: A prayer for us today. O oh God of mercy, hear our plea from Sovereign Grace. Welcome back to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, and we're going back to an interview I did with a special friend of this ministry in the year 2009. Karen Heinbuck Welcome to the program. Charles, it's so great to be with you. We're offering our listeners your special audio production of the Revelation this week. And this project is so big, so amazing, with a world-class symphony behind you as you recite the entire book from memory. But it all started in your quiet time with the Lord. Can you just share that with us?
1: Well, I was just reading through the scriptures, um, as we all do, for our daily devotions. And by this time, I had gotten to the book of Revelation, and I started reading the book. And, of course, we all know what the Bible says, but uh, there's a lot of it. So when you're reading it, it's good to be reminded of these things, as Peter says. But anyway i was just got into the book and the third verse says blessed is the one who reads the words of this prophecy
0: that really struck you though. that
1: really struck me because i knew that there was a special blessing on the book of revelation but i needed to be reminded of it yes and it goes on to say that if you don't read or you can't read at least listen to someone who does who mm-hmm. can read it to you mm-hmm. you're especially blessed if what you hear or read you heed you mm-hmm. obey. Yes. That's the major blessing. And so I thought, you know, I grew up in church. and right. I was saved when I was six years old, and, mm-hmm. and I've heard, I don't know how many sermons I've heard. <laughs> but I do know that, unfortunately, or ironically, the Christians— feel either not smart enough to understand all the theological mm-hmm. implications, and so they're fearful of the book that way because they don't think they're smart enough to understand, mm-hmm. or two, they feel that it's a book of doom and gloom rather than praise and worship of the one who's
0: revealed. That's right, yes. and hope, especially for the end.
1: So I thought, I could uh, I could be that voice that reads the Scriptures to them and do it in, in such a way where it would be palatable
0: to the listener, mm-hmm. and they would just get it. You ended up going to London. Yes. And the Lord just opened some doors here. Marvelous doors. So you were able to uh, secure the London Symphony Orchestra. Yes, yes. Behind you.
1: Yes, about 85 or 86 piece orchestra.
0: In the Abbey Road Studios.
1: Yes. You know, God's word is excellent. I mean, and he's deserving of the very best. And this was something that the composer and myself and the executive producer, we all wanted to see God's Word given its rightful place. And so we wanted to, wow. to do all that we could.
0: Karen, you are so right. I mean, most of us have read through the Revelation more than once. Yeah. It's one thing to read through it. It's one thing to read through it aloud, but it's one thing to hear it yes. in the context of what uh, you've done with it. Yeah. And maybe we should just do that yeah. why don't we start at the beginning chapter one okay. revelation this is the london symphony orchestra underneath karen heinberg
1: the revelation of jesus christ which god gave him to show his servants what must soon take place he made it known by sending his angel to his servant john who testifies to everything he saw that is the word of god and the testimony of Jesus Christ. Blessed is the one who reads the words of this prophecy, and blessed are those who hear it and take to heart what is written in it, because the time is near. John, to the seven churches in the province of Asia, grace and peace to you from him who is and who was and who is to come and from the seven spirits before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler of the kings of the earth, to him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood and has made us to be a kingdom and priest to serve his God and Father, to him be glory and power forever and ever. Amen. And every eye will see him, even those who pierced him. And all the peoples of the earth will mourn because of him. So shall it be. Amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. I, John, your brother and companion, I turned around to see the voice that was speaking to me. And when I turned, I saw seven golden lampstands. And among the lampstands was someone like a son of man, dressed in a robe, reaching down to his feet, and with a golden sash around his chest. His head and hair were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were like blazing fire. His feet were like bronze, glowing in a furnace, And his voice was like the sound of rushing waters. In his right hand he held seven stars. And out of his mouth came a sharp double-edged sword. His face was like the sun, shining in all its brilliance. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. Then he placed his right hand on me and said, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last, I am the living one, I was dead, and behold, I am alive forever and ever, and I hold the keys of death and Hades, write therefore what you have seen, what is now, and what will take place later, the mystery of the seven stars that you saw in my right hand and of the seven golden lampstands is this, the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches. And the seven lampstands are the seven churches.
0: Karen Heimbach, I'm not even able to catch my breath here at this point. Praise God. Chapter 1, Revelation of Jesus Christ. Wow, what a story. We just don't think of it in terms of drama, but it really is drama.
1: Oh, yes. Of all the books in the Bible... God the Father says, please read this book. Mm -hmm. Read Mm -hmm. this. This is the one because it reveals his son, Jesus Christ, as King of kings
0: and Lord of lords. And what we're hearing there is uh, not just your reading of the Scriptures. And the London Symphony Orchestra, but we're also hearing some other people. I I know uh, there's background, there's uh, sound effects that have been brought in this, and all the Haven musicians, Steve Ragsdale, all the guys, and and I think you had a studio call out for about every Christian musician in Hollywood, I think. (laughs) Uh, It was a huge session that helped with the sound effects and the the background vocals then, too. It all adds to it, and I feel like I'm, I'm seeing some grand movie, an IMAX or something. That's exactly
1: unfold. the kind of feel that uh, we wanted to elicit, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like an epic film score. Wow. All
0: right. Karen Heimbach, if you've just joined us, was doing a reading with musical background of... Revelation 1, and uh, we'll tell you how to get it later on, but uh, you've done this whole project, and it's on two CDs, the entire book of Revelation, and uh, you've obviously memorized the book of Revelation too. Yes, I have. How long does it take to go all the way through?
1: It takes about 83 minutes.
0: Okay, so it's not very long at all then. not really. Even though, as we said a while ago, the book is a bit intimidating, but how did you get started? How, even before you ever thought this could be released as an album project, Mm -hmm. How did you start? When I was reading
1: through Revelation, as I mentioned earlier, for for my devotions that particular day, uh-huh. God just put it into my heart to memorize the entire book. Okay. And so by the end of that summer, I had completed the entire book. But I knew that eventually I would want to be able to do the whole book and not just portions of it. I would like to do the whole book in public. And how could I do that and keep the attention of the audience or the congregation that was listening?
0: If you just read it or if you just spoke it with nothing in the background, it wouldn't hold people's attention probably. Not Not in the world we live in today. Exactly,
1: exactly. Not as well as we would like. And so because I'm a musician as well, I would love to hear music to it, but I didn't want to pick music that you would recognize that it would already have words to, say, for instance, hymns Throwing or choruses. Throwing
0: hymns in, yes. Right.
1: And then you would be thinking of those words... As
0: opposed to the words of the Book of Revelation. Precisely. Okay.
1: So, I chose classical music All to right. back me up and to lift up and enhance Magnify, as it were, what the word is saying.
0: And you had been on the road, I think, for a number of years with an evangelistic team. Mm-hmm. So you were doing music that kind of had gotten you ready for doing this revelation project, hadn't you?
1: I would take Bible stories that had already been written. Catherine Marshall has a great oh, story yes. Bible for oh, yes. children, and I would take uh, some of her stories, and then I would put sound effects to it with my uh, DX7. And all right, just had a great early days synth. The early days synth when it was still brand new. Synth, okay, you know and people loved it, not just the kids, but the adults loved it too. And so I've always had this great appreciation for trying to capture the, the essence or the literal sense. So if it says, if the scripture says there's thunder and lightning, then I want to give you thunder and lightning. So right. you feel like you're right there. Too many times we will read the Bible and especially the book of Revelation and we will take it for a symbolic book. Mm-hmm. Oh, isn't that a nice mm-hmm. allegory? No. But we if should it take says it, thunder, we should hear thunder, we too. We should. We're much safer if we will we'll take the Word of God literally, unless it's obviously... Symbolic you right. know, and so that's the approach and that, even though that there are symbols in revelation oh, yes, the fact symbols. is
0: there is so much there that can enter our senses yes. if we just hear it and yes. with music and yes. then when you hear it, of course,
1: light. your imagination flies away and and you can see it happening when you hear the thunder, you can see the lightning, you mm-hmm. can see everything mm-hmm. else that comes with it
0: and you go to probably the church that well we've had Jack Hayford on the program doing majesty, and uh, that's your church church on the way. Yes. In fact, for people who don't live in Los Angeles, I would say if someone's a believer and a musician and they are in the Hollywood community, that's their church. Ninety percent of the musicians <laughs> that are believers will be going to church on the way. Yeah. You had somebody come up to you at church, though, one day.
1: Actually, I had a phone call All right. from uh, someone who turned out to be a composer. Okay. And, of course, I was totally green. I didn't know anybody in the field. And so I had been earnestly in prayer a couple of days prior to that. And so Mm -hmm. I just took this to be you know, a, a sign from the Lord. His wife had heard me at church, and they were very gracious and invited me to their home for dinner. And when I found out what he did for a living, I just asked him and invited him to compose the music for a revelation. And so... <laughs>
0: <laughs> did that take his breath away when you well, asked him? Well, I, th-
1: I think it did because, see, I never required him to play any of music that he had previously composed for any so you, other kind of project. You didn't know his style. No, I didn't know his style. Right. I didn't know what he's capable of, but I really felt the Lord was in it.
0: You know what we should do? We should listen to a little more in fact for haven listeners it just gets better so you need to listen we on haven today always point to jesus christ and i'm thinking early on you can't get away from chapters four and five without sensing the presence of the lord jesus christ yes why don't we listen to that karen heimbuck from the revelation after
1: this i looked and there before me was a door standing open in heaven And the voice I had first heard speaking to me like a trumpet said, Come up here, and I will show you what must take place after this. At once I was in the spirit, and there before me was a throne in heaven with someone sitting on it. And the one who sat there had the appearance of Jasper and Carnelian, a rainbow resembling an emerald, encircled the throne. Surrounding the throne were twenty-four other thrones, and seated on them were twenty-four elders. They were dressed in white and had crowns of gold on their heads. From the throne came flashes of lightning, rumblings, and peals of thunder. Before the throne, seven lamps were blazing. These are the seven spirits of God. Also before the throne, there was what looked like a sea of glass, clear as crystal. In the center, around the throne, were four living creatures. And they were covered with eyes in front and in back the first living creature was like a lion the second was like an ox the third had a face like a man the fourth was like a flying eagle each of the four living creatures had six wings and was covered with eyes all around, even under his wings day and night they never stopped saying holy said to me, Do not weep, see the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Root of David has triumphed. He is able to open the scroll and its seven seals. Then I saw a lamb, looking as if it had been slain, standing in the center of the throne, encircled by the four living creatures and the elders. He had seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. He came and took the scroll from the right hand of him who sat on the throne, and when he had taken it, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb. Each one had a harp, and they were holding golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints, and they sang a new song. You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, because you were slain, and with your blood you purchased men for God, from every tribe and language and people and nation. You have made them to be a kingdom and priest to serve our God. And they will reign on the earth. Then I looked and heard the voice of many angels numbering thousands upon thousands and ten thousand times ten thousand. They encircled the throne and the living creatures and the elders in a loud voice they sang. And honor and glory and praise Then I heard every creature In heaven and on earth And under the earth And on the sea And all that is in them Sing
2: To him who sits on the throne And to the Lamb Be praise and honor and glory And power forever and ever
1: The poor living creatures said Amen And the elders fell down and worship
0: That's Revelation chapters four and five being recited by memory by Karen Heimbach, and underneath her, the London Symphony Orchestra. Karen, that is a real blessing to hear, even as Revelation one said it would be if we read or heard it aloud. Karen, thanks again for joining us here on the program.
1: Charles, this has just been a delight for me to be with you here today again. Thank you so much for allowing me to just share my heart uh, on this wonderful uh, production.
0: You're listening to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, part of an interview I did with my friend Karen Heimbach in 2009. You can hear the full interview on our Great Stories podcast, which will be released this Wednesday. Subscribe where you get your podcasts, and it'll appear on your phone or computer as soon as we send it out. How about you? You want a great blessing this week? Would you like to be encouraged that the return of Christ is soon? Then I want to send you right away a copy of Karen Heimbach's double CD called The Revelation. And as you just heard, it's a powerful presentation that promises a blessing as you listen. Now this double CD took a lot of money to produce. So we have a minimum amount set for The Revelation to cover some of our costs. But pray about how generous you can be to help us keep sharing the great story of Jesus, where you listen, and also stations around the world. Our number to call is eight hundred sixty-five 65 haven eight hundred sixty-five 65 haven Or visit us online and listen to excerpts from this special project, haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And if you still wanna help refugees in Ukraine, We're sending 100% of your gifts to Eastern Europe to feed those in need with both bread and the bread of life. Ask about that when you call or read more when you visit haventoday.org. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks so much for joining me. Won't you come back again next time when again we get to share together this great story? It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. For your encouragement and your walk with jesus i'm charles morris with haven ministries inviting you to anchor your day in god's word what's in a name most of us had to read shakespeare's famous romeo and juliet in high school so that question surely rings a bell the montagues and the capulets just names describing two feuding families the point that tragic romance was trying to make was that love doesn't care about names it doesn't really matter if you're a Montague or a Capulet, and that's right. It doesn't matter where you come from. The Lord can save. See what great love the Father has lavished on us. First John says that we should be called children of God, and that's what He calls us. What's in a name? Nothing. Anyone can come to Christ, but also everything, life, eternity in Jesus' name. Get to know Jesus more. Visit Genanchor.com.